Live from Parts Unknown, it's the KNA Sports Picks Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Bill Swirsky's Superfans. I'm Bob Swirsky, sitting in for my brother Bill, who's still recovering from that dreadful heart attack. With me, as always, are the Superfans, Pat Arnold. Hey, Bob. Carl Wolarski. Hey, Bob. And Todd O'Connor. How are you, Bob? Real good. Real good. Once again, we're coming to you from Dicka's Restaurant, the heart of Chicago, the city of the big shoulders, home to a certain team, which come January will run roughshod over the competition in Super Bowl 26, a team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. Hey, folks, we've got Tony from Austin, who is our resident all things Cubs and Bears fan, and and what a way to kick off the end of NFL season with uh, with Tony, um, you know, live from Austin, the great Austin, Texas, to to break down the NFC North. So, you know, it's a, it's it's an honor to have you on our show, Tony. Um, so, you know, NFC North is is a fascinating division. Um, so. You know what? Uh, what have you been hearing? What What have you been uh, reading uh, on the NFC North? So historically, um, as you guys know, the Packers have dominated, our and it has to do with pure quarterback, right? Because if you have a quarterback that you know is going to be there every year, you can build around that. You can have an offense that caters to the quarterback. Then after five or so years, which what we're hoping for, Justin Fields, you, that's just the way you play. That. Um. This year is going to be different. We have four quarterbacks in the division right now. We have Justin Fields, Bears, Kurt Cousins, Jordan Love for the Packers, and Jared Goff for the Bar. All the coverage right now is for Love and Fields. Look at the media coverage. It's is Fields a flash in the pan? Can he sustain being a running quarterback all year? With Love, it's we don't know what he is. Can he at least be a game manager? Remember, the Packers went 6-10 and Rodgers' first year starting. But Rodgers, right. I think he had 28 touchdowns or 10 to 15 picks. He had a good year. So you want to look at Love's play, but also the Packers' record. But I think they're ready to play around him. Then you have two quarterbacks that I think are very similar. Goff and Cousins. Cousins loses his running game. He loses Dalvin Cook. He's lost some key Thielen. players. He on lost uh, Thielen, a great possession receiver. Yeah. And when you have a rapport with somebody, it's funny. We look at these guys as aging and having like less skill. Why do you think Rodgers takes Cobb everywhere he goes? He's a locker room leader. He knows what Rodgers likes. These quarterbacks like who they like. And so one of the things I think is happening with Cousins is He's being a little bullied by Jefferson. If he wants the ball every possession. I don't think that's winning football. Um, Cook is also gone. That helps a lot in passing. Now look at the Lions, who people are kind of looking as the looking at as a class of the division, which is freaking hilarious to say. For me to say that the Lions are the class of the division um, comes from their coaching, but also comes from a mindset that we all see from the Lions. They're going to work hard. They're going to be consistent. They're going to show up. Goff, it's so funny. He's like an emotional teenager. When when you 
give him confidence, make him feel like he's the man, he's the team, he shines. When he knew McVay didn't trust him anymore, he got skittish. But other than his last year with McVay, he's had a great, great career. He's had a really solid career. Yeah, we just don't. We look at, we listen to media coverage on these guys, and we don't do our own research. Goff's been a winning quarterback every year, and even when he didn't have the great last year with the Rams, he still won, and it still wasn't a, a horrible year. It's just the narrative is he's not one of the great quarterbacks. Cousins, kind of the same thing. I mean, when you can depend on a guy for over 65% completions, 30 TDs and 10 picks, and to win you 11 games, why? Uh, but I don't think the Vikings' expectations are a super. Fan base doesn't expect it. The Lions' fan base is starting to have hope, as is the Bears' fan base. I'll close it out with this. The Packers, to me, even though Fields is my guy and the Bears are an interesting story, the Packers are the team I'm paying a lot of attention. This is the first year in shows how long, 35 years, where the quarterback position is in question. The coach has to call a good game. The running backs need to keep the defense accountable. And Love, I think this first year just needs to complete passes. And uh, I don't know if that's enough. So we'll see, right? But honestly, looking at the division, it reminds me a lot of the uh, the Central and the and Major League Baseball. All the teams are going to beat the hell out of each other. A lot of, a lot of splitting the splitting the two games. A lot of near five hundred games. So yeah, it sounds like wide wide open. Um, you know, up for up for grabs and really hard to pick. Um, so. TK, do you, what do you, what do you think? You think it's a wide open division, or you think someone's gonna gotta run away with this division? I do think it's wide open. Um, going in, I was going to pick the uh, Lions just because I have more faith in golf this year. But I certainly think that the Bears and Packers have a higher ceiling when you look in the three to four year range. Um, another thing that worries me about the Lions is I think their fan base is a lot like the Browns in which anytime there's just a hint of things heading in the right direction, the media, the fans just pour so much hype um, on that team, so much um, expectation that I worry that under that pressure, these teams can break. I mean, I think we saw it three or four years back when the Browns were, everyone thought they would they were set up to finally go on a long playoff run and they had a few good years, but it didn't quite pan out. So I think, but I think the Lions have a much better uh, coaching staff than the Browns did at that time. So um, I'm picking the Lions this year, but I'm really interested in what Tony has to say about fields and what he thinks, how he's going to develop in the next three or four, four years, because I think that's almost the more interesting story in the uh, division going forward yeah good good point i like the the point about the the lions um so interesting fact the last playoff game they won was 1991 against the cowboys it was the year before the cowboys uh won the super bowl and then they got blown blown out by the redskins um so before we get into our official picks for the nfc north um tony what have you been 
um, reading about what the so-called, of course, this is the official prognosticators, but those other prognosticators out there in football land, what are who are they picking? Well, I'm trying to figure out how a team can have 0.5 wins. But um, <laughs> I looked up, it's over under 0.5. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a jam in the middle, and it's Lions at nine and a half. The Lions usually rank in about nine to 11 wins. Um, and then the other three kind of switch positions about two games behind that. Yeah. With Packers coming in last in about half of them, uh, Bears and Vikings taking last about the other half. That's what I'm reading. Um, so it's looking at, let's say, 7.5 wins to 9.5 wins, literally for the Bears, Packers, and Vikings. Nine, and a, nine to 10 or 10 and a half for the, uh, for the Lions. It just it has them all jammed up, right? And the interesting thing about that is we're talking close games, one game differential. And the division we're playing this year, it's Chiefs division. I, I forget which one that is. There ain't a lot of wins to be had against those um, at all. That's yeah, a the Lions open up up with Kansas City. Week yeah, one. I, that's everybody's got a game against Denver, Kansas City, Chargers, and the Raiders. Um, and so I looked at that and I was like, all right, you know what? Why would they make these predictions? And, and the Lions, I get. They finished last season strong. They drafted that running back out of Alabama. That's a good pass catch. He's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. He's a multi-purpose guy. I think that was for golf. Jamison Williams for the Lions is, is their wide receiver who, when he's on the field, can play suspended for the first, I think, four games of the year. Um, the Bears, I don't think we're going to start strong. I think our wins are going to come in the latter half of the season. Reason for it is all the new pieces. I mean, you got to gel. I mean, we not just the pieces together have to gel, but what offense are you going to run now? The personnel's different. It's going to be different than it was last year. I hope to God, because you now have guys that can take the ball in space and move forward. That's, that's the passing game I think we're going to go for. Packers, I don't know, but here's what I do know. They have a great defense. They believe in their quarterback. And I think they have a two-headed monster running back that can protect them. And the one thing I think we, we forget about the Packers' defense is their cornerback, Alexander, when he said he was going to shut down Jefferson and he played him, shut him down. So I think they got the antidote for the Vikings. Then the Vikings, I almost want to give them less wins than I gave them, than the prognosticators have given them. I think there's just that time for the Vikings where the windows closed on the Kirk Cousins era. We know the ceiling, and I think hard to motivate a team that just has nothing really special. There's no loud voices. There's no beaters. Cousin's a good dude. You watch the Netflix football, uh, that quarterback special. If you watch Cousins on that quarterback special, he's amazing. He's yeah. a hell of a guy. But he's got a Dak-like ceiling. And I think in this age of win now, these this is is going to be his last. Or I don't think he's going to. If they sign him to another deal, it's the groom a new quarterback. So again, prognosticators picking the Vikings about six, seven and a half wins. 
or six to eight and a half wins. Bears the same. Uh, Packers, Packers and Vikings kind of switched, you know, last place. And then also, I think the Vikings are going to get a class of the division, one or two games above the rest. Yeah, I think uh, Tanner's that what you've seen pretty much everyone picking the Lions. Yep. Yeah. Which who would have thought three or four years back? But yep. Yep. Yeah. Tough. I remember uh, what was it, about ten years ago when they were zero sixteen. <laughs> that would that was that was uh, quite the time. And who would have who would have thought that the the Browns would have matched that zero and sixteen? Um, so what, what team was it that was it your Jets that were going to be zero and sixteen, but they called that that zero blitz? The Raiders did. Or no, no, the Jets defensive coordinator. When they had Gase as the coach, called the zero blitz at the fifty yard line. Right. So basically, he left everybody open on a hail mary, and they didn't get the way. Or they they got um, that was the Trevor Lo- the, Trevor Lawrence yeah. goal, right? Yeah. So it's hard to go on sixteen. <laughs> Even your coach can screw it up. Yeah. Um, and apparently, the quarterback for USC this year. Some people are thinking that the Rams or the Cardinals might be tanking. Um, to get him because uh, Caleb Williams is supposed to be like the next Trevor Lawrence, but we'll see. You never know. So Tony, given what the prognosticators and what, what uh, do you agree with them? How, how do you, how do you see the NFC, NFC North finishing this year? Well, I'm not biased. I really don't have a skin in the game. Um, but based on my unbiased opinion, um, man, you know, I don't see the Bears losing a game this year. I just really feel like we should be favored in every game. <laughs> so 16 and 0. 17 and 0 now. They got the extra game. That's why all the stats are. 17 no, I, That's right. I, man, it, it was tough because. When you're trying to pick three teams that could be a game out of each other, like by picking a winner, it's like one or two games. So I do think the Lions will win ten games. I think they're ten and seven, they take the division. I believe the Bears go eight and nine. The Packers go eight and nine. And the, the Vikings go seven and ten. I think that Packers defense can overcome a lot for that. I mean, he's not a rookie quarterback, but it's his first year, right? I think the Bears, we, we have a lot of talent that has never played together. And as you know, talent needs to be coached correctly. So I have some, we have some major gaps in our, in our defense. But if we call the right game on offense and we just hold on for dear life on defense, the Lions, they've played together. They've been coached by the same coaching staff. You know, the Lions coaching staff. Let's start with the Lions. The Lions coaching staff has been together for a while. The culture is now there. Their quarterback, it's his third year, I think, being their quarterback. Um, they have a culture. They have a system. They have expectations within the building. Um. They also started very poorly last year and know they can come from behind. That'll give you some – you almost like a team like the Jaguars this year. It starts off in a hole, 
and then comes back because then the next year they know they're capable of anything. Like it's a mindset. I mean, you and I have been on projects. What if we start a project just in the mud? Nothing works till CRP2. Then all of a sudden we figure it out and get the solution right. On our next project, we're not going to be too worried about the CRP1. Um, and the Lions have the least amount of gelling to do. They're, they're a cohesive unit now. And that puts them in the league. The reason why I have the Bears 89, I love our general. And I love our culture. And he's mimicking the style of play that the Chiefs had on offense. Fields wants to be great. He leads the team well. He sets a good example. E.J. Moore, we have a number one now. Cole Komet, good possession tight end. I don't know what we're going to do in the running game. So, if I knew our play calling, if I could know how he's going to call that game against different teams, what running back's going to start, the protection schemes for fields, I could tell you more about why we're 8-9. I just think, like, this is our first year together with this new unit we have in. We have that great new offensive lineman who, who uh, passed the wide receiver conditioning girl. Good on him. Um, you hear about that? He, he studied for the wrong conditioning drill and passed oh, yeah. the receiver drill. So he, right. he's, I mean, he's go getter. So that's why I have us eight and nine there. Line or uh, Packers. I honestly can't give the Packers less wins because it feels weird. Like they've been waiting for so long. Like it just feels weird to say because one guy left, great guy. But the team believes in the guy behind him. I think the team elevates their play, even though the quarterback play takes a dip. So the rest of the team plays better. They feel appreciated and loved. They want to show they're not just Aaron Rodgers drones. Quarterback. <laughs> it's, it's when your team supports you in that manner, they just play different. Um, and the Vikings, I just don't have a lot of hope for this year. Um, I think they maybe have less wins than I said. I, I, Think they're going to be bad. Um, Dalvin Cook, when a when a organization doesn't re-sign a productive back, they say they don't think they're going to be good for this. When you're winning, you don't let you don't let Cook go. Yeah. If you're winning and you know you're going to be good, you don't you don't let Cook go. Unless I think it's an, unless they think he's going to fall off the cliff because unfortunately running backs. Often, often fall off the cliff, but uh, plus your knee surgeries. Yeah, and I actually think the losing um, Thielen, the wide receiver, is a is a bigger is a bigger hit because you know then you had Jefferson and Thielen, um, and then they lost a couple guys on on defense. Um, they always draft well, but um, they do. Yeah, so you get you got the Lions. 10 wins, the Bears and the Packers both at eight wins, and then the Vikings, a few, few, uh, few games. Few games. They gave seven. Seven. So, Tanner, um, do, you, do you agree? Do you, have, do you have the Lions winning the division? Yeah, I have the uh, Lions, and I think 10 and seven sounds um, spot on for where they're at. Um, yeah, I, I think – the Vikings around six or a seven sounds right. Um, Packers and Bears, you know, I feel like you could tell me 
six wins, seven wins, eight wins, and that all seems right. Like uh, just depending on how their young uh, quarterbacks do, um, and just with playing each other, I think it's going to be tight in the uh, middle. So I think whether it's Lions, Packers, Bears, Lions, Bears, Packers, flip a coin, and we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with 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 you guys. The Lions, the Lions, tennis, maybe even eleven wins. You know, because the you know the, they're the class. I think they're the class of the division. Um, you know, is Bear, Bears Packers for for second? Uh, I don't know. It's 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 a, a crapshoot. I think if Field stays healthy, I think the Bears Bears can be uh, you know edge out the Packers for a second. You know, he could be, I think, the first quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards. So the key is for him to stay healthy. If he can if he can stay healthy, and then, you know, the Bears have been drafting on defense, but it's still, it's still going to take time. You know, um, they've, they've added a couple linebackers in free agency. So I expect their run defense to be better, but they struggled with the 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 edge rush last year. So they still, I think they're still a year away from from potentially winning the division. They need to shore up, get an edge rusher, and maybe another another corner. Um, the Packers, I don't, you know, they didn't, you know, there was Rodgers didn't play as well. They had some offensive line issues. Um, but their defense is loaded with first round talent, but they didn't play up to the talent. So if their if their defense plays up to the talent, you know, they they could be better than expected. But there's I don't know. I'm not not convinced um the the coaching staff and um you know, love they've got to prove it to me. So I agree with you. Lions, the Bears second, Packers, and then and then the Vikings. I've never been a big Kurt Cousins uh believer. Um, he's been blessed with uh, a lot of a lot of talent and a lot of around him, you know, and and a lot of money. Uh, he's gotten a lot of money, so he's been blessed that way. He knows exactly when to. He, he his timing. Who is the guy from Oklahoma who just always made it? Bradford, Sam Bradford. Remember him? Yeah, he signed a contract down. before before they had the rookies. Rookie yeah. scale. He always like got a big deal at like the right time, and I was like, "My God, how does this guy keep like loading up on these contracts?" But Sam Bradford strategically was born at the exact right time in life and played for the exact right teams in that time to get a lot of money and not be very good. Yep. So, uh, Tony, we greatly appreciate your uh, your time. Um, you know, in your NFC North expertise, um, any any parting thoughts for our faithful listeners? Well, um, thanks for having me. Uh, I didn't realize how much was in here and how much football I wanted to talk till I started jamming on. Uh, I'm so filled with useless knowledge that uh, <laughs> as it was coming out, I was like, "You have trouble with birthdays, anniversaries," but <laughs> I could tell you, like stat lines from like game 13 of the regular season last year this is kind of sad um i'm a, so the nfc so weird in that if we're healthy and hot at the end of the year so we talk about the nfc this division seeming the records are, are 
kind of similar. In the playoffs, if any of these teams is hit, I mean, I'll say Jordan Love hits it. Vikings, I, the one team I can't say. But if Jordan Love can just throw ball catch, Fields is still standing based on his style of play, and the line, whoever's not injured, these are teams that could upset uh, I would fear the Lions and I would fear the Bears in the playoffs if they're healthy. So we look at this division as kind of transitioning new quarterbacks from average teams, but I wouldn't sleep on what these teams can do in the playoffs. And that's that's really all I got. I'm, I'm excited for Bears Packers week one because I don't have a freaking clue what to expect. Guess what else? Guess what else is really exciting about that? Neither do the Packers fans for once. All right. So neither of us know what's going to happen. Well, Tony, it's it's been a pleasure. We'd like to have you back mid, for our mid-season reviews because we like having yeah. a mid-season podcast and kind of ju- adjust our expectations and look look forward. <laughs> Seeing how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah, this is you know politicians and, and talking sports, right? We just talk really loud, but we're allowed to be wrong. 